In my family, we certainly knew the meaning of conscience. That's what my dad called his wooden paddle. Oh, how awful for you. Oh, for me brothers, yes. But I knew he'd never use it on me, as long as I was always good. As long as I was always polite. As long as I always had a smile on my face, no matter how I felt inside. As long as I was always ready to wait on all the men, hand and foot, day and night, year in, year out. <laughs> More coffee, anyone? And that's Daphne from Fraser. She is adorable. And think about the habits in your own life. Your dad may not have used a wooden paddle, but what methods did your dad or mom or your caretaker use so that you were always, in quotes, good, polite, put on that smile no matter how you felt inside, and you find that those habits are hard to break now, that you still are doing those things like, any more coffee now? What would you like? I had to be nice to the men in my life. I know my own dad told me that the most important thing in life, he told me this from when I was a little kid, the most important thing is fill in the blank. The man's ego. You always need to feed the man's ego. And I am so lucky. What's wrong with that? (laughs) I am so lucky that I have an amazing husband where we have an equal partnership. But I had to learn. I had to learn how to change because when you have a habit... It's, it's automatic. It's really hard to change, but it's possible. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness, and that means that your happiness matters, and you don't want to be putting on those false smiles and fear of any wooden paddles. And here's an email I received from Lena. Hi, Dr. Kenner. I don't know how to forgive my dad or make peace with what he's done. I'm 20 years old. My father was attentive to my needs during my early childhood, But when I was 11, he had an affair which destroyed my family. He became emotionally neglectful of my mom and me. At age 11, he told me about disturbing sexual acts he had with his mistress. He threatened that if I told my mom, he would hurt himself. My mom was emotionally breaking down, suspecting the affair. My dad denied it and accused her of cheating on him. She turned to alcohol and anxiety drugs. I worried I would come home from school and they would kill each other. I felt the only way to help mom was to validate her suspicions. So I did. The affair lasted a few years, then ended. It's been six years since the affair, and no one talks about it. I am furious about how my father treated us and how he corrupted my childhood. How do I forgive or make peace with this situation? Thank you tremendously for your time, Lena. Lena, the first thing I want to say is that you want to be your own best friend. You want to give yourself self-empathy. What your father did to you, especially at the age of 11, it's heartbreaking to hear. A good dad doesn't cheat, lie, and burden you at that young age with his sexual intimacies and then threaten to harm himself if you dare to speak your own mind and get some help, tell your mother what's going on so she's not cracking up. And you have to watch her. You have to see her live in her anxieties and doubt her own mind and then self-medicate with alcohol and drugs. Not a good coping strategy for a kid to see. And then you have to live in the daily fear that 
they're going to kill each other. You know, coming home from school, what are you thinking of during the day? How can you focus on your schoolwork? This is absolutely not the definition of a good father. And even your mom, your mom didn't seek help then. What this is, is the typical pattern of abuse. And it's a tragic fact that your father, as you say, corrupted your childhood. And he has earned your moral condemnation. And I want to say one thing, you can feel really proud that you had the courage, even with your father's threat, to validate your mom's suspicions. And I think that's amazing. You will have that knowledge of yourself. And that's a wonderful character trait to have. And that's wonderful going forward, too. So your question is, how do you make peace with your dad? How do you forgive him? Well, there's no way to forgive him. You can forgive the situation, but I'll talk about that in a second. There's no way to erase from your memory what he did or your mom's response to it. You cannot forgive what happened. And it would not be moral to forgive him either. Because how could he ever make amends for the years he put you through that high anxiety and the damage is ongoing, as you know? So then how do you deal with it going forward? You have to decide what is within your control and what isn't. Obviously, your parents are not in your control. But being able to put the abuse behind you is so important to you. You need to be able to process it like reading an ugly book from your childhood and be able to say, I went through that, I dealt with it, and I'm moving on now, and I am going to make my life so much better. I'm the creator of my own life, and I am going to make it so much better. So how do you do that? Well, I would recommend seeking out, if you can and if you're interested, a cognitive therapist, somebody who can teach you good skills. And you need to identify what are the premises that you drew from this situation. For example, you might have drawn the conclusion that it's not okay to speak your own mind. Dad threatened you. I know you did speak your own mind, but now you're here you are fast forward six years later and you still feel like there's an elephant in the room. Your parents don't talk about it. And you want to be able to express that fury. You want to be able to tell your father what you're feeling and your mother too, I'm assuming. So you need to make sure you didn't draw any self-sabotaging curve conclusions, or at least be able to expose conclusions that, for example, I am never getting married in my life. All men cheat, I'm never getting married. That would be a tragic conclusion to draw because it's going to stop you from seeking a loving partnership. So you need to know that what your dad did is not typical of all men or of all relationships. And you want some really good coping skills. You don't want to go the route that your mother went, where she turned to alcohol and medications. You want very good assertiveness skills. Now you could do something called the empty chair technique in therapy where you put one parent under th- with your th- with a therapist you're very comfortable with in an empty chair and you express for example to your dad exactly how he made you feel and you can do it uncensored. You don't have to worry about assertiveness skills or you can write an uncensored letter and then I would recommend shredding it afterwards or giving it to your therapist so it doesn't get in your dad's hands or mom's hands. But you can learn how to get the feelings out to express yourself. And then you can learn assertiveness skills and decide whether it makes sense to expose the elephant in the room to your parents. Now, if you are living with them, that's a very difficult situation. If you have, if you're working and have the ability to move out, get a roommate or move out someplace, 
that may give you more psychological independence. You'll feel like you have some breathing space. But if you are still living with them and you want to bring this up, you need to first ask yourself, is it safe? If your father is very irrational or if your mother is going to, I don't know, if they look like they're going to kill each other again and you're bringing it up will trigger that, which wouldn't be your fault. That would be their fault, but it still would weigh on you and be an issue to deal with. Then you may not want to bring it up to them, but you do want to process it with a, a therapist. And you can also go to family therapy, see if they would be willing to do that doubtful <laughs> if, they, if they've been holding it in this long. But you need to know that this is your life and that value and strength that you had as a young child to tell your mom the truth. You want that st- same strength moving forward you, with your life. And you want to be able to l- Um, let them live in their unresolved mess if they want. But forgiving dad, forgiving the perpetrator is treason to yourself. I'm paraphrasing Ayn Rand. But that was such such a good phrase that she said. And so you do not want that treason to yourself. You can become the creator and designer of a much better life laner. You're still young and you can make much better choices than either of your parents made going forward. And I wish you the best with that. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the rational basis of happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. Imagine you're a woman on a first date with a dashing, handsome man. You're immediately sexually and emotionally attracted to him. The chemistry seems solid. But then your friend in the police department warns you that this man is a well-known con man who has left broken and domestically abused women in his wake. What do you feel now? Notice what happens to your so-called chemistry. Your new knowledge changes your appraisal of him according to your value standards, and your emotions change as a result from admiration and pleasure to disgust instantaneously. Chemicals did not cause your new knowledge. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.